You are listening to Tune FM here on 106.9. That was your 4 p.m. news. Kim and I are joined in the studio by our final interview for the day, Dr. Robert Hart, who is a lecturer at UNE in biomedical science. Uh, Dr. Hart has lectured into and coordinated a number of units related to biomedical science, and his research interests include hormonal regulation of homeostasis, pharmacokinetics, and the gut microbiome. He is the unit coordinator for HHSC 111, Science for Nurses 1, and is also a teacher for PSIO 120, which starts in T2. Uh, Dr. Thank you so much for coming in and chatting with us. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. Um, how are you doing today? Oh, well, just busy preparing for T1, of course. No, I can imagine it would be a rather <laughs> hectic few days before everything kicks yeah. off on Monday. Yeah. So I guess the first question that we have to ask for students that are in their first year um, that may be starting you know, this particular unit on Monday, that might be a little bit uneasy, a little bit apprehensive, this whole sort of exercise is trying to get them ready for what's to come. So sure. what exactly does this unit teach here at UNE? Uh, so... HHSC 111 will provide some basis of the actual um, biology that will underpin all of the clinical work that these nurses will study throughout the rest of their degree. So basically we're trying to give them the core knowledge that they can work with to then actually see what sort of changes um, would occur away from what's normal so that then they can actually see what those are and treat them appropriately with their clinical skills. Fascinating. And I presume that this is a unit that um, I sh- that most students would best be would be uh, best advised to take fairly early on in their degree? Uh, yes, it's like, a first year unit. Like, for, yeah, first, for first trimester of sort of thing. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So it's certainly something that would give students a lot of the skills required to carry on in their degree further down the line. Yes, and I hope that they actually can see the value in it in that we will start basically going all the way from molecules right up to full body systems. Okay, So, so we're trying to look at this holistically throughout the entire body. Awesome. So it's very much a case of, I guess, a fairly content-heavy unit for T1? It is, yes. Uh, I think it's it might seem a bit intimidating, but I think if you can actually see the application, it's easier to hopefully latch on to those um, ideas that we actually present and hopefully build on those throughout your entire degree. Okay. Well, it seems as though the next question that we have to ask would be, (laughs) what is one thing that students in this unit can do to get a better grade? Well, I think particularly it seems from the data that we've collected in our school, attending lectures is one one. way that (laughs) seems to actually have a nice correlation with better marks. Don't fall into the habit of missing a lecture and then trying to watch the the online recording probably not if you've got the option of turning up in person Um, the other thing is i think particularly um, when you study try to be free of distractions so i think putting your phone away somewhere where it's not going to go off and you check it every few minutes so that you can actually dedicate dedicate some time think deeply about the concepts that you're trying to learn absolutely and um, of course it's something that i think a lot of students would uh, best be advised to listen to given that uh, it is a fairly well, fairly important unit for the rest of their degree, in that, especially <laughs> yes. in nursing. Um, so what's one thing you wish you knew before starting out at university? Um, I think probably that, for me, uh, generalist degrees are really good in that you get a lot of exposure to various subjects that you might not have taken if you had a more specialised degree. Um, so I did a Bachelor of Science um, with majors in physiology and zoology. Wow. Um, but I think... I would have actually enjoyed doing an arts science degree and got some more exposure to, say, arts and languages in addition to those science units. So I think trying different things is a really good 
thing to do while you're at university. Yeah, for sure. And I guess um, in relation to that, if we just, again, keep thinking of what it was like for you as an undergrad, what is one thing that I guess with the, high, the benefit of hindsight, you realise you weren't exactly the best at when you were first starting? Um, well, based on my marks, I'd say it's my pharmacology. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and I managed to work on that to such a point that I actually did a PhD with pharmacokinetics, which is one arm of pharmacology. Awesome. So that um, that does link into a question we we're going to ask. Um, sure. What exactly, um, what area is your, like, what specifically is your PhD in? And I guess what drew you to that particular area of research? So my PhD title was the Pharmacokinetics and Metabolic Physiology of Leptin. Mm. Um, so leptin is a hormone that seems to have a whole series of roles, but it's best known for appetite suppression and regulating uh, basically food intake. Um, I think I was drawn more broadly just to the idea of doing research in endocrinology because I thought it was fascinating the way that hormones regulated how the body uh, basically maintains that internal environment. Mm. Um, uh, my PhD was basically a continuation of my honours project and that was just an idea that was pitched to me by my um, honours supervisor at the time. Ah, there you so go. I think, yeah, talk to your lecturers <laughs> yeah. if you are interested in doing research and see what they've got going on. Pitch your own idea if you're interested in something in particular. There you go, a little tip for our potentially future HDR students here at exactly. UNE. Always it's a, looking. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fascinating, it's a fascinating topic and area, given that you know the how much a hormone imbalance can do to a human body. Obviously, with people suffering, for instance, from PCOS and all of the nasty, nasty effects that that can you know lead to. It's uh, people. I, I think a lot of people that I know, especially, they tend to downplay the role of hormones in our human behaviour. <laughs> Uh, it has more to do with it than you might think. <laughs> yeah, um, so I guess one of the classic examples would be talking about baby brain. Um, mm. I know it's controversial. <laughs> I often get a few groans when I talk nope, about it I briefly understand. in lectures. Obviously, it does differ between people, but there are specific receptors for sex hormones throughout the brain and throughout a pregnancy, those hormones are just ramping up in concentration mm. over the duration. So there are changes in certain uh, cognitive behaviours, memory, uh, and obviously then you're going to see that's going to be expressed as possibly stranger behaviours than you'd normally expect. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's entirely understandable given the process that a pregnant woman's body <laughs> is going right, through. Yeah. They undergo a lot of changes. <laughs> For sure. I think it would be um, having a little bit of impaired cognitive uh, function, I think, is slightly uh, forgivable given the circumstances. Yeah, of course, yes. Um, so what's something that everyone thinks about what you teach that may be inadequate? Inaccurate, sorry. Um, inaccurate? <laughs> inadequate. <laughs> That's a new one. Probably in both cases. It <laughs> seems to be reproduction and that people have a really good idea of what's going on uh, without realising that there are a whole series of different glands and um, neural projections into the reproductive organs and there's a lot that can actually go wrong during those processes. Mm. So it's a, it's a, yeah, again, another misunderstood uh, function of the human body. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it's a, just that people feel like they already have a more complete understanding that they actually do when they arrive at the lectures and they're usually taken aback a bit when they do <laughs> hear a say, bit more of the content. Yeah. A dangerous mentality to come into a lecture with, I feel, <laughs> or potentially a dangerous mentality. <laughs> so um, as obviously someone that uh, is a teacher of units and also a unit coordinator, what is the best thing about your job? Um, well, I guess I've got two parts of my job in that I do teaching and research. In the teaching part, I really like it when I can see that someone actually finally gets the idea of the concept that I'm trying to convey in that teaching. 
like a penny drop moment yeah sort of exactly thing. Gotcha. Yeah. or as oprah says an aha moment <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, in the research part of things, I just love seeing new data and trying to make a story that makes sense with those data without mm. reading too much into them. Cool. I guess as a contrast, what would be probably like a bad thing about your job? Um, it's just that I've got so much to do and <laughs> there never seems to be enough time to get through everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I said, I can just imagine how stressful and hectic the week leading up to the start of T1 would be. Yeah. You know, I've, I've already put out a few announcements <laughs> saying, just bear with me. I will let you know when things are actually yeah. finalised. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm stressed. Don't kill me. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and uh, what exactly uh, are you passionate about at the present time, um, be it research, something just going on in your day-to-day life? What's really gotten your, I guess, attention and focus at the moment? Uh, currently, it's the new research project I'm starting on um, where I'm using uh, sex steroids to see how they will affect the gut microbiome in rats. Wow. So ultimately, if we do find that there are some differences, this could, over years of research, uh, lead to diagnostic processes awesome. for different um, diseases or conditions. That and incredible the more i guess the more the human race knows about that the better um is this how long has this project sort of been going on for is it something that's been in the pipeline for a while it's been in my mind for a while but it's only just coming to fruition um yeah in the last few months and i only really get into the lab properly next week hopefully awesome well all the best for it (laughs) we we hope it goes very well yeah i guess um going along with that question is do you have like a dream research location um as far as locations, probably just anywhere near a beach or um, maybe a reef where you can go diving or snorkeling. I was going to say you are definitely in the wrong suburb of Australia, that's for sure. <laughs> At least it's still nice up here, though. That is true. It's nice and, and cool. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Um, moving on from that, from like a dream research location, um, shall we say, is there any is there any sort of um, research that obviously you're not doing at the moment that you sort of like to do in the future? Is there anything you've got in your mind that you'd really like to give uh, an honest go? Oh, that's a tricky question. Um, <laughs> not specifically. I mean, I like most aspects to physiology and particularly endocrinology. Um, so anything that's exploring negative feedback loops and how the body is actually regulated, I always find that fascinating. Awesome. Do you think, and I guess just building off of that for a second, um, students that are you know starting this out as first year uh, as first year students going into a degree a degree of nursing, potentially going further on with it, be that in, as a HDR student or a, Sorry, I don't know what that noise was. Apologies to whoever heard that through the through the system. Um, so yeah, students that you know might be going into nursing, might be going into further research. Do you think that I guess the what is taught in this unit is something that will continuously be used uh, in a nursing field, no matter I guess what the environment is? Absolutely. So with any of these units where we're teaching physiology, this is giving you the basis of how the body is internally maintained, how it responds to challenges. Um, so. For example, if you do a lot of exercise, you'll create lactic acid, so you'll have a drop in pH Mm. in the body. So you have to have some idea of why these things might happen, and then if it's pathological, what sort of things might you do to then treat that? Awesome. Um, I guess we'll just go into some fun questions now. Sure. (laughs) If you're okay with that. Yeah, Um, So do you have a favorite song at the moment? Well, not a specific song. just basically high tempo EDM at the moment oh, to cool. try and keep me on track and keeping on updating all of my material for Moodle. Keeping the momentum. Yeah, yeah sure. basically. <laughs> so I'm going to be very worn out in a couple of weeks. I cannot fault you there at all, I have to say. <laughs> um, do you have any sort of favourite time of day? 
Uh, probably mornings. Um, I'm, I guess, one of these morning larks. I wake up early, like to get started. Um, it's usually quieter in the office at that time of day too, so I find it's fairly productive to... Coolio. Yeah, get started early. Um, if you had a chance to go to Mars, would you? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> no chance. Very much not a Mars person. No, though. but um, if you've ever looked at any of the research based on uh, what happens to the body to astronauts, yep. being in that low gravity environment means that muscles start to waste, um, bones there start to lose mineralization because you don't have that gravity acting on the body all the time. And so you start losing all of that weight-bearing exercise you always do throughout the day. Yeah. Well, there's so, the evidence to back that up. Of course, there we go. We've actually got a full-on logically science-based <laughs> answer there. That's pretty cool. Um, are you listening to anything at the moment? Not necessarily music, but say audiobooks or podcasts? Um, no, just music. <laughs> cool. So, yeah. Music head? Uh, no, I tend to read rather than using audiobooks. So I'm currently reading, I think it's um, the full works of... Um, Sherlock Holmes for Arthur Conan Doyle. Wow, yeah, that's certainly a. I think that's. A, I think that is a, a book or a collection of books that should be on every reader's bucket list. That is a fairly oh, sure. influential uh, piece of English literature, and definitely. Fairly accessible for when it was written too. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Um, I guess just to, and again, just to reassure students that are coming through the nursing field and sure. into this unit, I take it that if they had any sort of questions or they're experiencing any problems or struggling with the work, um, you and the other teaching staff fully available to, yes, if they yes. contact? Yeah, ask us as soon as you think you're having trouble um, because the longer you let it go, the worse it tends to get. Mm. So if we can address it early on, if it's a simple change, it's much better for the um your final outcome in the unit than if you leave it and wait for things to go further wrong. Ah, awesome. Well, thank you for that reassurance for, no all of our, for all of our students out there. Your teaching staff are approachable. They want you to ask they questions. Yes. They want you to do well. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I guess the last question we have is, do you have any social media like professionally just to follow your works or anything? Um, not really. I'm. <laughs> while I do have social media like in Twitter, <laughs> I'm pretty inactive. I'm too... I guess lazy <laughs> to do too much with no, it, if I'm okay. honest. Uh, busy, shall we say, rather than lazy. <laughs> sure, let's go with busy. Well, yes, I should <laughs> imagine so. Um, fantastic. Uh, thank you so much for coming in and talking with us. And we sincerely hope, as is the aim of these little conversations, that it puts a little bit of uh, reassurance and, I guess, reduces the unease in people's minds who are going into this unit and the uh, other unit that you are teaching in try to. And again, we just want to reiterate everybody starting uh, this particular degree next week. All the best to you, the very best of luck. And with a bit of luck, this has made you feel a little bit better and a little bit uh, easier about studying under Dr. Robert Hart. Again, from all of us here at Turin, thank you for coming in. Thanks for having me. Kim and I will be back uh, tomorrow. We've got another round of interviews lined up. For now, just based on the idea of high energy, high tempo EDM, <laughs> we're going to play Lone Digger by Caravan Palace here on Tune FM 106.9, UNE student-powered radio.